0: Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.
1: When we listen to the radio, we never agree on the station. Classic rock. Hip-hop. Pop. Guys, quiet. The one thing we do agree on, we all want an awesome free phone. That's why we switched to MetroPCS.
0: Stop by MetroPCS with the whole family and get four free phones of your choice from brands you love, like Samsung, Motorola, and LG, when you switch. MetroPCS, wireless figured out. Coverage not available in some areas. Sales tax not included in phone price. Free phone requires port. Excludes numbers on the T-Mobile network. See store for details and terms and conditions. Hello and welcome to the Two Robbies podcast with myself, Robbie Musto, and my buddy, of course, my sparring partner, Robbie Earl. Now. Rob, i got to be honest, mate, this is Monday night, I'm still mm. fired up. We've just watched <laughs> Crystal Palace that went into this game against Arsenal, three points from the relegation zone. They both needed wins in this game for different reasons, and Palace brushed aside Arsenal in a 3-1, 3-0 performance that was stunning. Your thoughts, my friend?
1: Well, I'm going to tell you something you can visualise, Robbie Musto, so you get a better sense of exactly how I feel. I've actually got my awesome Wenger pyjamas on. Oh. I feel that sad for the great man. <laughs> Honestly, Rob, it, 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 it was slightly embarrassing. It was rudderless. It was a performance that showed no commitment, no direction, no drive, Um at a time when we know, and we, we talked about it on the podcast and and I think Calabar and I, I talked about it on, on the broadcast, that from now till the end of the season, not only do we, obviously we're waiting for the, the, the decision on Wenger, whether he stays or not, but we, we talked about the players and the performances. You learn a lot about how they feel about the guy in charge. Listen, they know what's going on. They read the papers. They know the, 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 the publicity that's surrounding Arsene Wenger in a negative way. And sometimes I think you're looking for one or two players just to to show that you're behind the guy, that you're committed to it. Well, you saw none of that, Rob, today. I mean, it's four straight away losses now for for, for Arsenal. Never in the Wenger era has that happened before, conceding three goals in each of those losses. Never before have they lost to Crystal Palace under in, uh, under Arsene Wenger. That goes. Um, so we're in, we're we're into new territory here, Rob. Uh, And the new territory is, and and, and, uh, it it hurts me to say that that with Arsene Wenger in charge at the moment and with the toxic nature of the football club, Arsenal are falling away. This great, great football club, and it is a great club, it it stands for so many great things, is falling away from from the top of the table, Rob. They're... they're, (laughs) They're way out of the picture, and and the football that they're playing is almost a little bit like football from yesterday. Rob. It's almost like, and I've got I wrote down two things in terms of possession seems to be the only thing that Arsenal are really bothered about. No physicality, no drive, not not matching Benteke, not going round second balls, not winning tackles. It's about possession. So in the first half, they have seventy two percent possession, and they have six shots. Crystal Palace have twenty eight percent possession, and, and and have eight shots, and and, and are up in the game. The other thing that, 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 that stands out for me, Rob, in, in this, is preparation. Yeah. I said it. When they played West Brom Albion. You, when you go into West Brom, Rob, during that week, you, you look at the opposition you say, what do we need to work on? West Brom are great at set-pieces. We've got to defend set-pieces. Well, look, don't give set-pieces away. We've got to compete with, with their sort of physicality. And then our quality will come through. You go to Crystal Palace, who, under Sam Allardyce, you know are going to go pretty direct onto the big fella, Ben Okay, They're going to surround that area of the pitch and get what we call second, second balls. That's yep. what we've known, Rob. We've grown up on that. Yep. Get around 10, 15 yards of where the ball's going to land. You win second balls. Then you play from there. You get your wide players in. You've got your little players who can do a bit. You get things in the box, and it's going to create chances. Nothing, you know, it, it, it's a simple thing. So I'm asking... Where's the preparation that's been done in the week to face these these kind of fixtures? Because it
0: looks unprepared. Rob. What about they turned up late, Rob? Does mm, that does that yeah. you know when you talk about preparation? I well, mean, it's not a good thing to be there no, forty-five minutes. No, you got to get changed. You no. have you got to go your, your routine. We, we, they started mm. flat. Do you think that yeah. had a real impact for this game? Them again, not not Listen, getting there on time. Let,
1: let me, let me tell you what it doesn't do. It doesn't help. I'll tell you that. I can give you 100% say, to, listen, Crystal Palace, I played there for 10 years. We were um, sh- ground sharing with, with Palace when, through my Wimbledon days. It's one of the most difficult grounds to get to, Rob. So you, you always give yourself well, 30 minutes leeway. 30 not, minutes it's leeway. It's not as though
0: they don't know. They've been there exactly. so They've many times. They've been there a million
1: times. So you get there 45 minutes. Like, let's just talk through the scenario. And we've both been in dressing rooms where... You get there. The first thing is the manager, and the, they've got to get the team sheet in because that has to be done, I think, an hour before. So they're late on that. Probably get fined. Then it's about whether the team's been picked or everybody's yeah, a seen. Meeting. They have a meeting. have a meeting. So you get yourself together. You're now talking half an hour before kickoff, Rob, because that takes fifteen minutes. Then you're getting your massages. Then you, everybody likes a preparation. I liked my little calf massage. I'll put my socks and boots on. I'd wait to think, go out and warm up with one set of, of training tops then come back in get changed a little wash down put my, my match kit on ready to go that all goes out the window you've probably got five or ten minutes you've got to get out rob you've got to stretch you've got to get your body you, the blood flowing through your body you've got to do your little bit of, of, of work maybe a little bit of keep ball in that. get back in, have your last little chat get ready to go We both know that the the preparation before the game could not have been done in 45 minutes. You just cannot do it in that short time. So they're already off to a negative. Now, what changes that in the game, and I've been in situations where we've actually been late and won games, is that you start well, you get about it, and you're almost, you know, together. We're not going to let this be an excuse. We're not going to let people have a go at us about being late. Start well, get your first goal, and then it's all done and dusted. They didn't start the game in in that manner, Rob, and it sort of went on from there.
0: I, I, before the game started, um, I said to Rebecca on our NBC broadcast Mm. that, um, you know what? The, the expectations lower now on Arsenal, and and the pressure is kind of off as, as, as to win the title. They're going to go on a good run now and win some games, and you know they're probably going to finish in the top four. I, I I'm shocked at how wrong yeah. I was. Did you yeah. see this coming? I mean, no. it, this it, we talked about yeah. Arsenal being different this year, Rob, in a positive yeah. way. They're different in a negative way, which I'm still shocked um, so, at what I saw.
1: So some of which, uh, some of what I saw today were, were, was shocking. But it, you just know people are better than what they were. Welbeck's better than that. Walcott's better than that. the two defenders can be better midfield, well, I'm still not sure their personalities are right, but listen, the, the team can be better but the problem for me, Rob, is now the Awesome Wenger thing has taken over the football club. It, it's affecting yes. performances Agreed. on the pitch. Agreed. Forget how people are playing. It's about, it's all about Awesome Wenger now. The Palace fans, you know, we want him to stay. The, the back pages, I've seen a couple of back pages already, like humiliated, how long can Wenger go on? What a sad ending it is for Awesome Wenger. The whole thing is dragging the football down with it. And, and in these situations, you can't have, you know, all that going on and then think, oh, we're going to play Billion. brilliant football, it'll all come good for the 90 minutes, the two mirror themselves Robin, this is a time of year historically, go back from all Arsene Wenger's time, this time of year, Arsene will go on good runs finishing that top four and and what happens is rob and and this is the interesting we all start saying next year is going to be different next year they're going to be because (laughs) this is what happens right at this time of year you know and i've been that man that's why i've got my arsenal pajamas on because in Arsenal i've trusted Mm. but this something's different this year rob something's very very different
0: yeah i mean two wins in the last eight premier league games Mm. i think it is rob yeah you know (laughs) the prospects of Arsene Wenger staying on at this football club. Now, I can't see, I'm struggling to see a positive with that news. Are the players going to be happy about that? I don't think so. Are the fans going to be happy about that? I don't think a lot of them will be. I want the football club, I want the ownership and the board of directors to take control and act in the best interest, which is what they're there for. Mm. The club, I know it's owned by Stan, Stan Kroenke, but really, yeah. we know it's, it, it, it belongs to the fans. It he belongs to the club, area. Yeah. It belongs yeah. to the football club. It belongs to the supporters. And mm. when you've got hierarchy that, the, in my opinion, are not acting in the best interest... I, Give me a reason to be positive, Rob. Give me, give me a reason why Wenger's signing an extension is going to somehow change. I mean, he's he's, in his 70s, isn't he? Well, is he going to reinvent himself?
1: Well, let me tell you where, where I slightly disagree with you and, and, and totally in terms of the ownership and the fans having to say, and you say, will the players be happy? I think some of those players will be, Rob. Because I don't think some of these players want to have a, a rocket up them. A content manager, somebody who's going to call them out, somebody who's going to drop them, somebody who's, who's going to task them harder. I think some of these players have probably enjoyed Easy Street. And that's why we're getting what we get, Rob. They haven't had the drive. In the team. This group of footballers, I've said, and I, and I continue to believe, and I know that we've had this and we do this and we subtract this and the other, this group of footballers are good enough to win a title. Now, of course you can bring somebody else in, but there's a group of players, Rob, in there, yeah, who, agree. Yeah, there who, are, is. who are happy, who are okay, who were earning their money, who are okay, who haven't had to win titles, who haven't had to dig deep, and they're okay. And, and that might change. And so those players are the ones that will probably not be as, as excited about a, a new manager I, coming in. I watched
0: Theo Walcott very closely. Theo Walcott, interesting. In, in the benefit, we have the benefit in the studio. Mm. We get, yeah. this, we get Cam- this big, and we yeah, get the tactical, tactical camera. camera. Yeah. And I spent 10 minutes watching mm. his movement, Rob, because yeah. there were some stats that came through about the touches that Ursula had yeah, and Sanchez. Yeah. And so I watched Theo Walcott because he was mm. way down. And... Listen, he seems a really nice guy, yeah. and he speaks really well, and he's been mm. loyal to the football club. But watching him in this game, he didn't want the ball. He made runs kind of behind defenders, in between defenders, but not showing for the ball. He got himself marked. Mm. He got himself marked a lot, which is when you're in the game, you know that. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like like Urzil, yeah. for whatever you, you say about him, at least he well, wants, the the ball. Ball. Yeah. wants the ball. Alexis wants the ball. So I thought that was damning. I thought, well, really? Well, so if you've got two or three hiding in a performance... Mm. That's, that's going to be a big problem for the team.
1: And Theo's somebody who, who I've met very early in his career, lovely guy, comes across yes, really absolutely. well uh, and all that. But Rob, not sure if he's a title winner. Not sure yeah. if Theo Walcott is a title winner. So he's one, one of the questions. And, and I wrote down two things. I was watching Wilfred Zaha today and I watched Theo Walcott. And guess what? Wilfred mm. Zaha had more influence on the game. Totally. I watched yeah. Christian Benteke and I watched Danny Welbeck. Christian Benteke had more on the game. And we're talking about, at the start of the day, this was a team that was sitting in sixth place for Arsenal and a team that was sitting in 16th place for Palace, yet Palace had more players, Kabayi and Townsend and, and Benteke the Yotsar, who influenced the game They wanted more. it more,
0: Rob. How yeah. can they want it more? Arsenal needed it as much as Palace needed it. They, I mean, that's what was stunning to me, the lack of fight, the lack of determination, the lack of desperation, the lack of... Mm reaction after conceding goals they this is a massive game for Arsenal to finish to get around that top four spot and now when you and look at it after but, that how are they going to do let it me,
1: let me let, let let's move it forward because yeah. I've talked about things that normally happen so so now let me tell you that they, they, they sit 14 points behind Tottenham Hotspur and people will say it's not all about Spurs but it in this instance let's just talk about Spurs sitting second 68 points Arsenal sitting six 54 points. So, unless something miraculous happens on both sides, Spurs are going to finish ahead of Arsenal for the first time in, in, in Premier League history. Yep, so, that's a given. Second given, Arsenal are up against it to even grab that fourth spot now. Well, it's seven points behind Manchester City with one game in hand. I'm telling you what, you wouldn't put your money on Arsenal closing that gap and seeing this out. They have in the past, so we have to give that credit. But they wouldn't now. So, so things are different. So, I want to just talk to you about... We see us, We see Spurs at, at the weekend without Harry Kane. He's come back into the team now. Um, and there's, there's a drive, Rob. There's a, a youthful enthusiasm. There's an energy. There's a, there's a little something that's growing at that football club. Yeah,
0: it's night and day, in not it, to Arsenal? Yeah,
1: you watch Arsenal now and you think, hold on a minute, this feels a bit old. This feels a bit demotivated, a bit stale. It's like this could do with a freshen up. Yeah. And that's where now we're talking about the manager. If the manager stays, how how... And, and you look at where Spurs are and what they're going with and where they're, they're, they're looking to, to achieve. And Arsenal, who've been dominated Spurs over the years, when Spurs have been mid-table and below Arsenal, who have been winning titles and putting teams together and all that under Arsene Wenger.
0: Rob, that, that's, that's up, for, up for grabs now. I'll tell you what's going to be fascinating. Robbie Earl and I'm excited for many reasons to go to the Riverside Stadium on our mm. UK trip next weekend because I'm pitch side for mm. Middlesbrough versus Arsenal Wow. And yeah, I'm going to yeah. get a, a mm. close look mm. at the players, at the management, yeah. of the staff, and we're going to podcast, you know, all through this trip and, and over yeah. the next couple of weeks. And everybody, you know, remember to get on iTunes and to download and subscribe to the Two Robbies podcast and and re- review and rate the show, so more people can listen to it. Because I'm going to get a great look at, mm. at Arsenal close mm. up. I mean, with a, a, a Middlesbrough team that's struggling badly. And by,
1: and by the way, that that's one of those places, Robin. We've played it in the league, so you know where sometimes. It's far enough away where yeah, nobody will really notice. We're, all right, it's on the cameras, but it's one of them where if you're not right on a, a big trip up north from, from the south, when you're not, and I'm sure it was vice versa for for you when you were playing Millsbury, mm. you get you get turned over, mate, because your attitude just isn't, isn't in the right place to start with. And, and as you say, coming off this result now, away at the Riverside, a Millsbury team that are going to be desperate for points, will be desperate for any kind of lift that might just give them a bit of hope. Arsenal's a kind of scalp, you, if you're a Millsbury player, you're probably thinking, you know what, Could could be a lot worse.
0: Crystal Palace, Rob. Should we move on to Crystal Palace? Mm. Yeah, because as let's, much as, yeah, as much do, as, yeah. as disappointed, I, I thought Palace yeah. were, were fantastic Excellent. from the Excellent. minute they walked onto that Excellent. pitch. From the fans that got mm. behind them like we've mm. seen before, that's right they're connected again. Yeah. And the energy, the defensive part, mm. the direct style that Sam talked about afterwards, yeah. Yeah. second balls, third balls, yeah. fourth balls. Yeah. I mean, I, I was really, really impressed. What did you think, Tom?
1: Well, well, well the one, I go back to my word, preparation. You can see oh, the work that Sam Allardyce has done, Robert, and that's where people like Sam and Tony Pulis don't get enough credit for that because it's not the easiest work to do when you're going long balls and, and, and we both play in midfield where you've got to go knockdowns. Yeah, so work. it means you, you're doing training and the ball's going to go 50 yards yeah. and you've got to make a 45-yard sprint exactly. to win the ball. Then you make a 45-yard sprint back to, to protect your back line. And we get it again at back and it goes, 45 yeah. and, and and to get players to buy into that to understand it to make sure they're prepared to do it to win games takes Sam has to take a lot of credit it took him a little while to get it right he's, he's now starting to you see the, the, the fruits of his labour Mamadou Sacco has been an incredible yeah, signing for them signing. do you know what if Arsenal had him, they might have done a bit better tonight. Yeah, Robbie musto totally. he'd go toe to toe with Ben Take, stop them winning the first ball, yeah, and then just to later. get one or two, and all of a sudden we we can go into Özil and into Alexis and play. So huge credit to Crystal Palace and Sam Allardyce. It, it, it wasn't, it, it didn't start as Sam would have liked, and, and the Crystal Palace fans would have liked. And I, and I always get a sense it's a little bit of an uneasy relationship at the moment. But in time, these two might end up really enjoying themselves. Because Sam, with the quality of player that Palace have, and Palace have got a better quality than, than, than bottom end table, exactly. than mid table and above. And if they, with this ownership, this American ownership, are going to put some money. Steve has got always has his fingers over what's happening at that football club. Th- There's brighter days ahead for Palace with, with Sam. Fresh start, springing in some of his own players, changing one or two things. That is a team that can go and certainly give a better account of itself and will be mid-table and should be looking upwards rather than mid-table and downwards going forward.
0: Yeah, uh, it's just, you know, full marks and full credit and, you know, Palace are going to be safe. They've played fewer games than others. Yeah. There's a little bit of a gap now. And, and uh, there was a little bit of panic. You know, oh, that ooh, they're back mm. in trouble again and, and over just, just recent results. But, yeah, I, I was just so impressed now and looking at them going forward under a man that's experienced. Uh, it's going to be interesting times for Palace, Rob, in terms of yeah. next year, the summer, what he brings in. Mm. Um, but in terms of his style and what Palace fans are used to and they like watching with their football, I think it's a pretty good uh, – Pretty good match.
1: Yep, certainly is. And uh, as you say, you've got Ben Tecky going. Zah will be interesting. One or two is starting to talk about him. He's yeah. on the radio of one or two bigger clubs. So making sure they keep hold of him, a local boy, and, and, and adding to that with Sam. But yep, I agree with you. Palace will be fine, Bobby Mustel. Are we going to move it forward yes. to Sunday's games? Shall yeah. we start with uh, sorry, Sunderland losing 3-0 to Manchester United? Um, job done again for United making sure they got the job done away from home. Interesting. My first point, my must have, was captain of Manchester United, Marouane Fellaini. I mean, I mean, really? Really? Marouane Fellaini, captain of Manchester United? Whoa, whoa.
0: I just well you, you never know a Jose. Hey listen Luke, Luke Shaw started the game by the way. Yeah, Luke he wasn't Shaw. captain though. He wasn't captain. <laughs> uh, but good for him that he got oh, well, some action out there. I know mm. I mean I, I I mean there isn't I guess Ibrahimovic that, that that's done it before mm, yeah. and possibly could have done that but I thought it was an easy day for them Rob. I yeah, mean yeah. we we will we will talk um about the sending off. In fact let's do mm. it now. You know the Cebulars yeah. tackle his studs yeah. were up. I thought it and I said it on the broadcast that it was a red card. But a yeah. lot of reaction. A lot of you know a lot of um you know, big name pundits and ex players that were like, you know what, this wasn't a red card. They didn't think it was. They've appealed it, what, haven't they? I've, what, yeah, I've yeah, seen they've seen appealed it. They've
1: so appealed it, yeah. Well, sure thing. I mean, I, I, I don't think he's got a chance in the appeal. Listen, I I get where people are saying, oh, it wasn't quite, you know, it's dangerous. Why? Why why are uh, they uh, saying that? What do you get about that? I think they're saying because the contract didn't seem as strong. He he didn't quite catch him. But if he does, Rob, it's a a leg break. And we're talking about, so he doesn't have to catch him for him not to happen. Larson doesn't need to make that challenge there if he goes this, doesn't His feet are up. He's got his six studs showing. If he catches a shin down the side of somebody's foot... That, that's a real problem. So, again, I was with you. I, I, I didn't think he, he deserved the benefit of the doubt on that one. They are appealing. We'll see how that goes. I, I'd be very, very surprised if the FA turned that one round. So, obviously, the Lawson thing has a big influence on the game. And after that, you know, it... it I didn't think it was always it was ever going to be a really tough day for United, but made easier by then. I mean, to only play the ten men.
0: Yeah, the, the David Moyes thing about it, and I've kind of, I've kind of given David mm. Moyes this season is mm. like, you know what? It's a, it's yeah, a difficult job. A pass, I you? Him, you a pass. him a pass. I him a pass. Yeah. Any any different feeling from you on that? Is it should he be worried about his job? Are you been? Is he is he is it been a well, worse like, than? it? Like, I mean, they're like, awful like, at the moment. How much yeah, of like, it is like, his fault?
1: Some of it, he has to take some blame, Robin. And people have said, listen, you know, David Moyes had a great the great time at Everton. I was very much behind him and was hoping that he could go to Manchester United and prove that he could he could manage it at a bigger on a bigger stage. It didn't happen. Now, you know, he's had failure in Spain. He's had failure now here at Sunderland. And I know he may go down, and it's not his doing. But managers have had the same time as David Moyes. Some will argue maybe a little bit more in the transfer window, but they've turned things around. They, they've given the football club a, a bit of a shot at it. There hasn't much changed, Rob, no, since he's been there. Now that—that's what worries me. There's there's a little bit of talk about another kind of altercation with it with a female reporter that, that's starting to stir up as well. And you know when these things happen, Rob, and bad karma and bad things, you just wonder if, it, if there comes a tipping point. Now, mm. it, it'll be interesting with the, with the Sunderland fans. I think they'll give David Moyes a time. And David I think Moyes they should. It's hard working. Should. Yeah, he's a hard worker. You get on the training ground, but he's going to he need a bit of better quality, Rob, and he's going to need a little bit of a clear-out. It, it, is it, it a Villa? Is,
0: is it an Aston Villa where they're mid-tables that, this season? Yeah, they're, that, that, they're not, that, that, they're
1: that's not a, a back, are they? That's a two- to three-year yeah. project for me. Now, does David always want to be in a championship for two to three years. Do Sunderland fans accept that it's two to three years? Maybe not. They maybe feel that we'll go down, we'll clear out, and we'll come back up. I don't think it's that easy. So I think that's still, I still think that one's worth watching, But I don't think it's a guarantee. The next season that they start, and I'm saying they kick off in the Championship because there's nowhere way they'll be in the Premier League. They kick off with the Championship with David Moyes in charge. I still think a, there might be a little bit going on in the summer.
0: Now, we've talked often about Manchester United and mm. their attacking players. We've got to yeah. talk again about Slatani Ibrahimovic another man-of-the-man-of-the-match uh, man mm. performance. Mm-hmm. Um, he got interviewed afterwards, Robin. He, he's a character and he comes out with yeah. some classics. Let's yeah. listen to what he said afterwards.
1: And it seems like the more, the the older I get, the more intelligent I get. Like I said, I feel like Benjamin Button. <laughs> I was born old; I will die young. Do you know what? I feel a bit like Swaston? <laughs> so I think I've got a that guy. You know? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, listen, he, he's absolute gold, mate. He, he's gold for the league. Not only in his ability, I think he's a he's a great he's a great advert for for any young English player in terms of what you can do by looking after yourself. He's played at big clubs. He plays with a hunger and a drive and a desire. His goals have have, have been fantastic. His goal return. His, his influence over the football club looks to me like he's a good sort. I've seen him with young players. You know, he gives Rashford a nice pat on the back and a hug when he gets his goal. It's not just about him. He, he, he's been goal. It's so important, I think, for Manchester United to make sure they re-sign him. It- he, he's there, he, right now... He is Manchester United's most important player now, at 35 years of age.
0: Let me ask you a question, because that follows on nicely. Does it reflect bad on both Manchester United and the mm. Premier League that he mm. can, can swagger no. around? No. What do you mean, no? He, no. He, he's well, mid-30s, and he's making it look easy in this league, Rob.
1: He, he, he's a different class from mid-30s, Robbie Mussel. You've, you've got to give the guy some credit. He's not an average I mid- know 30. he is. I I, he's, he's I not, know he's, he's, is. Not, he's not been down the pub 10 pints a night, getting to 30, 35 years where he's slowing down, where he, he, he's, he's seen. He's, he's maybe lost a yard of pace. But he thinks quicker than everyone yeah, else on does. the pitch. His but, he knows how to use his body, his intelligence and his football IQ of reading positions is so good, Rob. I, I think we've got to give this guy a break. He came into the league and people were going, well, he won't score goals. Oh, he didn't score goals. The English had a very poor view of him. I remember working on Champions League for many years. People were saying Zlatan would never do it in I know, England. I know. He never scores against English clubs in Champions League. Then he scores yeah. a couple of worldies. Yeah. Then he comes to our league, Rob. Exactly. He shows us he can score. He's exactly. been United's top scorer, best player. Exactly. And now at 35 years I don't think it's a poor reflection I think it's actually a credit to a guy and that's the kind of guy that Jack Wilshire should be looking at Ross Barkley should be looking at John Stone should be looking at when they're 35 years of age if they look after themselves in the right manner and, and, and now they have a chance to be playing at the highest level at, at, at that standard and that's what I think is important about Zlatan not necessarily his age Another guy I want to talk to, because I, I didn't realise, I have read the stat yesterday, that it was Paul Pogba's 50th appearance for Manchester United, across his two spells that he's come. He's had his injuries, Robbie Musto. Where are we with Paul Pogba? Where are we?
0: Oh, where are we poor Paul Pogba? Um, we are at a position where he's strong. He makes two or three brilliant cross-field 40, 50-yard passes. Mm-hmm. Um, he's brilliant on social media. I think he's got a good yeah. shot at times. He has a good shot. But his, 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 his total influence... His leadership abilities, his end product, assists and goals, is a bit disappointing. Now, mm. you know, it's not his fault that this is a world record transfer fee, but you have to say, of the body of ed- evidence that we've got now, and it's his first season as this yeah. important guy, it, 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 he's he's been. It's, it's too much money for him. It's it's if they've overpaid they've overpaid mm. for this guy. Now, over a period of years, yeah. you might see some return on that money, but there's... It has to be disappointing. I, I'm not a big fan of the style of Jose with his tactical, uh, how he sets his mm. teams up. I think others, somebody else could get I, more I, out of him. I was just going to go there. Yeah.
1: Is he been, has he been well managed? Is is, this, is there enough structure to this Manchester United team to get the best out of a kid as well? I think he's 23, 24 years of age. Yeah. He's still developing his own game mm. back into the Premier League. Is, is Jose doing enough? Has he, give, is he, is he Giving him a, a, a good enough frame. When you look at Deli Alley, you see, you know, the, the midfield that's set up. You see the team that plays, and you think, "Go on, then, do your thing." Yeah. And, and Deli Alley does his thing and gets in, then gets his goal. I don't see Paul Pogba at the moment being able to do his thing. Rob. Yeah, but because... he, he's getting bogged down in other things, he's having to work to what he's having to sit too deep. But over the course of a season, I still don't know what's his best position. What, what's he best in a two coming from deep? Is he better in a three where he's advanced? Can he yes. play in the ten? Can he play in the 10 position underneath the striker can he is he that
0: guy yeah he's uh, he's he's the best in a in a box to box situation so he's got a holding player so yeah, yeah but he actually played the position against someone mm. Herrera was holding Fellaini was one side getting yeah. forward and paul, Bog- paul bogbo was the other side but you mm. made a good point about the team play the structure i yeah. think in spurs it's so clear how they play and, and mm. what they're trying to do with united and this so so the, this is what i say about the tactical Mourinho. It's not really clear what what they're trying to do. Is, is it wide? Is it in between the lines? Is it? But I, I, and I think Pogba's not. He sometimes he's, he's got to play a holding role. It's not hap- helping him that Mourinho's yeah. tactical a game Mm. plan with United is so varied and it's so kind of off the cuff which sounds harsh but that's what it looks like sometimes and that's not getting the best out of poor Pogba but listen Mourinho Robbie Earl second season he wins domestic titles that's what he wins so a lot of people have given him a pass for this first season with the expectation that with another transfer window he's going to go on and make the difference and be a champion of next Mm. year I'm just I I think that United's performance in the Premier League this year is for me one of the strong stories in the league. It's one of the strongest stories for me, Robby, because I thought, and many others thought, and he sounded to win it, didn't you? Yeah, and yeah. he said, we're going for the title. Others won't say that, but I'm saying it. We're going for the title. And it's been very disappointing. But like everybody else, let's see another window, mm. new players. He fixes problems really well. Mm. Um, just just quickly, I'm thinking about transfer windows. Just, just a little update on Luke Shaw, Rob. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about the the treatment from Jose Mourinho. It's kind of certain, isn't it? The Luke six Shaw's t- been pushed out of the club, isn't
1: it? Um, well, the suggestions are now that he's, people upstairs at the football club are saying you need to get him on the pitch and play him so we can sell him. Now, I thought it was a nice moment after six minutes came off again, suddenly gets a pat on the back from the manager. Mm. The, the little things that you want, Robin, I know yeah, whether he means it or show, not. It? Was that
0: yeah, was show, it? Yeah, show,
1: but it's okay. I'll, I'll have the pat. I don't mind some show at this stage because I've had no love at <laughs> any time else. <laughs> I still think this kid can play his way into Manchester United's team and Manchester well, under, United. under Fury. Mourinho? I still
0: Don't think... see it. I, I Don't still think, see listen, it.
1: if Marouane Fellaini can captain Manchester United, Luke Shaw can play left-back for Manchester United <laughs> for the next four or five I, years. I'd have, him playing,
0: I'd have him play yeah, left-back because I, I love him. It, I think Something might happen.
1: Play. He might come back in the summer, not sell him. He has a great pre-season. He kicks off and Jose will have him. And the one thing with Jose, I would say, is if, if he turns it around a little bit, he, he's big enough to say, you know what? In your comment and, and, and let's get on with things. He, he he won't get him out if he thinks he's, he's a decent player for him. At the moment, Luke Shaw's got a little little bit of work to do. But mm. I'll tell you why there was Just plenty on. of work going yeah. on, Robert. The goodison yesterday six goal thriller. It was like a basketball at times, back and forth, back and forth. I mean, Everton finished at the on the right end of, of, of the six goals again. First defeat for, for Craig Shakespeare ahead of the Champions League, and yeah. there was no doubt that they had their focus
0: of you know,
1: on, on them. And, and why would you not? Done a great job, Craig Shakespeare, certainly with his league and and getting the club to that stage. But got to say, Everton, Rob, looking impressive under Ronald Koeman. They, They banged a set of results together. I think that's seven wins out of seven at Goodison now since the turn of the year. And up front, Robbie Musto, they have got a Category A striker yes. who's delivering the business.
0: He is, and he's a serious contender for Player of the Year. Mm. He scores different types of goals. I think there was a stat like he's got as many goals as his right foot as his left foot as is his head. So he continues to be fantastic, mm. along with Tom Davis. That that yeah. I, I, I am. I am dizzy a little bit Rob because I, again I watched him closely from the tactical he, he mm. never stops running by the way yeah. he's absolutely all over the place and is immaturing I mean what is he 18 or something yeah. Tom Davis uh, he's going to be a very he's good player, player I mean, for Everton just alum.
1: signed a new deal didn't he five year new yeah, deal good good yeah,
0: work good and it's great that ability. Ronald Koeman throws these guys in yeah, and that's does, the benefit and that's why they're fresh that's yeah. why they're energetic but back to mm. Lukaku and, and, and his man and his manager Ronald Koeman, was was asked about the striker and how he's playing here's what he said after the game He's one of the, the
1: best strikers in, in the world And uh, I think he, the boy is improving in, 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 in different aspects I, I can not change the boy in, in, in how you need to finish uh, the opportunities And score the goals Because in my opinion he's the best But in in other aspects he's, he's improving And uh, what we need and what the team needs And I think that's really in a good reaction Well, we must do best Ronaldo, Messi, Suarez best, loving Lewandowski, Lewandowski, Cavani, yeah. Aguero best. Obama
0: Young. Um, I don't think he's in. I don't think he's in that category yet. But but he's got time to do that. Let me let me throw a contrarian view in, and this is going to sound really really harsh. Manchester United away one one Everton on Tuesday, and mm-hmm. there were so many occasions where Romelu Lukaku got exposed. Almost 1v1 facing Mm. the defender about 25 yards out with nobody else around. That, I was like, go on then. Show, show us show mm. us that you can get the ball and you can beat one player maybe two and score Can have you got that ability to beat players to create goals and score goals on your own because he mm. himself has said that's what Something he needs he to improve to on yeah. and yeah. I was disappointed Rob because the, the finish mm. wasn't there he didn't pick out other players when they were free in those situations in the counter attacking now I know it was a great performance and yeah. I know he's had a brilliant season and I know he's got a, a ton of goals but it, to, to be Lewandowski, Suarez and everybody else I, I, and, I and maybe I'm wanting it to too early but he harsh, didn't Robbie have must harsh, um, I know it's harsh, harsh. But, I, but we're talking to the top I yeah, want to see but, him but, have a little drop the shoulder stop. little step over and go past the guy and smash it in the uh, uh, that,
1: I hear you uh, 23 A-plus. years of age but he's okay. a kid robber. I'm, I'm going back to 23 and you're still is he going to learn that, there's though, still that bits bit? of the game there's still bits of the game you learn uh, you know they're talking like Messi now or oh, was his form of the same as he getting to an age you know, Big players have those, those moments as well. And I get it with Lukaku because I think we all want, like, the finished product, the, the, the polished article, the guy who can bring it in, can lay, lay people off, can turn, can get at people. And maybe some of that doesn't come. Maybe that's part of his deficiency along his way. But well, do you know what? If he can get 23, 24, 25 goals yeah. and you might be missing that bit, that, that's not bad because if he was that player, Robbie Musto, he's going to rail Madrid or yeah, Barcelona. I agree
0: with that. Yeah. And I want that. from him. Yeah, you know, I want and
1: maybe, maybe that's not quite... He's maybe that next level down. Yeah. And, and, and that's what we're seeing. But big, big call with, with Everton... Is he he at a stage? Let's say, you know, which could be likely now, he gets 28, 29, 30 goals. He he wins the Golden Boot. He he finishes top scorer. He's two years on his contract. He's he's prime real estate, Robbie Musto. Mm. Is this a time where, if Everton are going to sell him, would it be better selling him when he's red hot, he's just won the, the Golden Boot, and they're going to get the biggest bucks they can in and reinvest? Or is it, is it just so important that they hang on to this guy, whether it's for another year?
0: They've got to try and keep hold of him, Rob. They've got to plead. They've got to offer him a, a, a massive contract. Everton don't want to be a Spurs where they le- they lose their best players. Lukaku is said he's not going to sign a new contract, but with the manager, with positive vibes, with the excitement, the enthusiasm, the youth in this team and the way it's going, they can still persuade him to extend his contract. You know... W- I guess in terms of a percentage chance, I would put it right now, given all those factors, his percentage chance of extending a contract with Everton mm. is probably 30%. Wow. Do you think it's any more than that, or you think uh, it's a lot uh, less?
1: Uh, I think they've, they've got a chance. i I've you got think a it's more than might 50-50? Say, Yeah, I'm saying 50-50. I, I get the sense there might be a big contract for him with big money with a big clause, and mm-hmm. so everybody can win. If he's going to go, the club's in there, everybody knows yeah. what they're paying. And if they get a chance to put him on better money, which he deserves, if he's going to be the man and he gives the, the club another couple of years and let's see where we're going with this Cooman and the stadium and the young players coming in, and if that all starts to mature. You know, in two years' time, Rob, they could be, and I'm not saying they will, but they could be in a Tottenham situation like Harry Kane. You think, well, you know, why would I want to move on? I, 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 something's happening here and I'm the main man. Why would it? Why, why would I want to go and be maybe second fiddle at, at, at supposedly bigger club? So I think it's a huge time for them. Something that's just come on the media, Robin. Yeah, and I, know I just want to talk about it a little bit, just because at times I think it's one of the worries of the professional game. There's talk that, that Ross Barkley was out in the bar after the win at the weekend, which he's quite entitled to do, and there was some kind of altercation and whether there's a fight, and, and I believe the police got involved, and his lawyer's looking into it now, and it's so tough for these young players, Rob, to go out in a bar, and whether, we don't know the circumstances, whether it was a Liverpool fan or somebody who said something against him or whatever, but you just have to be so careful when you're Ross Barkley in those environments because one thing that goes wrong could, can change your career, Rob. You Absolutely. Know, yeah. Somebody can have a knife, somebody can have, have these things. It's almost to a point where you're wondering, do, do these guys have to sort of you know, have security with them when they go out or not go these kind of places? Or, or, you know course you've got to have a life and you've got to live but Ross Barkley's got so much ahead of him in his career you know it's going to be so sad if he doesn't fulfill it and something like this it was to happen
0: this is a difficult one because I think you know you're you're a football we were footballers mm. for a yeah. long long time and all your buddies all your friends mm. they go out and, and you've had a you know a good performance yeah. you know you're entitled to go out for a drink mm-hmm. I would just say Rob now maybe more than ever this is a sacrifice that I think some of the top players, the top young players, uh, have got to think really seriously about not going to to, to bars at that late. Isn't reports like mm. two o'clock in the morning or something, yeah, I Rob? And, yeah, I don't know what. People have
1: drinks. I know,
0: yeah. and, and it, you go out and stuff, and it might yeah. be you're right. Maybe you, you take somebody with you to take care of mm. you. You don't want to stop the life of a player. No, the only no. thing I would add to that, Rob, right? And this is my experience is that. And and I think you don't often hear stories or read stories in the newspapers of foreign players that are yeah, out there. Yeah. into We talked about Zlatan.
1: I was saying about Zlatan. Yeah, all, yeah. Is, Kevin is, De Bruyne. Is, Never heard of Kevin De Bruyne. Yeah, all, David
0: Silva. Yeah. Uh, mm. Is it cultural? Is it uh, cultural? English, is it cultural? Yeah. yeah. Do you yeah, think maybe. it is? Maybe, listen, and
1: I'm not blaming most people. Listen, he has every right to go out, have a couple of beers with his friends. No one whatsoever, whatsoever. But. As you say, you, you, sometimes you've got to look at the bigger picture. I, I remember Rafa Benitez, I was once in his company, and he was talking about Steven Gerald at, at a very young age. And I think he sort of, tr- similar situation, because Steven had, I think, a couple of issues once in the city. And he sort of said to Steven Gerrard, listen, the clubs that you're going to now, if you screw your head on, get your head down, stay at home and, and work as you can, you'll be owning those places, not visiting them when you're finished. Mm. He sort of said, these are your years to do your work. When you're finished, you can own clubs, you can go to clubs for, for the, you know, the rest of your life. And I think that's, it, it, it might be a slight attitude and, and, and mental approach It's different on the continent maybe than it is in the UK because generally, Rob, and, and we were very much part of it, if you win it the weekend, you go out a few beers with your mates or you meet your, your, your wife or your girlfriend and you have a few drinks and beers mm-hmm. and you get that out of your system the next day and then you get to work. Whereas, as you say, some of the foreign players, I think, this see is- that...
0: The, the other side it, of it, Rob, but it is hard. You know, I, I look back at my my youth a little bit and my mm. football career, and from seventeen years of age to thirty six, I'm having to yeah, you, it, you it's, it's sacrifice a sacrifice, a, lot, a massive sacrifice.
1: Do. But Rob, it's a great career. That's a long you time. get well, you get well paid. It's a great career, yeah. and that's what you've got to do. And if you don't want to, that's okay because there's another million people who'd love to have your job and do it. So yeah. that's where we're, it's, there's no easy solution to that, and and hopefully. We're glad to hear that Ross Barkley uh, wasn't injured or hurt in any way anyway, in that. But it's just one of the dangers of professional footballer for young stars as they yeah. go. Just before we finish, Rob, we, we've got to talk Leicester City. only English team left in, in the Champions League. Massive game against letty uh, coming up. And, and obviously, Craig Shakespeare made his, his changes. Absolutely no problem with that. Mm. Can they lift themselves? for you know? Are they good enough to... to to be in to, to be in it uh, this over two over two legs?
0: Yeah, they're in it. They're in it. I think they're absolutely in it. I think they're good enough. Why not? The only English team to be left standing to win the Premier League last year. You know, only one major player has left the football club. It's been a, a, a really weird season for Leicester mm. City. Um, but for the biggest game in the history of Leicester City Football Club, I'm okay with five changes to the team in this game. And it and it was a cruise. It was a. They didn't. You know, with. Uh, it, I think Vardy started, went off, or Brighton went off, Damari Gray went off, um, Mares came on. for. It. So it was absolutely set up, ready for this um, Champions League game, which is going to be fascinating. But I just, you know, Craig Shearer's done, uh, Shakespeare's done so well. Mm. Just on Craig Shakespeare, just thinking about it. Me and um, Kyle in the studio kind of disagree. Kyle um, thinks that the job shouldn't go any further than this yeah, season to, yeah. to Craig Shakespeare. surprised in that, And I'm yeah. like, mm, really? Surprised, Man, they've yeah. won so many. I mean, and he's the through yeah. to the quarterfinals. <laughs> he knows how to... What more do you need? to do I, I, yeah and and they're happy the relationship why mm. would you break that relationship yeah that's a strong one are you, are you are we saw uh, you on my I, side i think
1: yeah I, I think you give the guy like a rolling one year. you know three-year deal with one year you know so it's reviewable maybe after every year which any contract really is but i just don't think you break those bonds rob what, what this guy very quickly does has done is is mended a lot of the broken bridges that what happened with Vanier and we're not Sure, why and how? But they happened. He's got people back in the football club. The football clubs, football clubs have a rhythm, Rob, and they run in a certain way. And we've talked about Arsenal; the rhythm's not right at the football club. We talked about Sunderland; rhythm's not right. We see Sam Allardyce. You see when Sam's got his rhythm. There's a rhythm at Leicester that that isn't as easy to, to to kind of put in place as people think. You've got a guy who knows the rhythm of the football club. He's got the temperature of the dressing room. He's got the the the, the kind of loyalties of the player give the guy give the guy the job. I mean, it, listen, it's a great job for somebody, and there'll be plenty of people after it. Mm. But I think it'll be uh, Craig Shakespeare who who gets the job done. So, well, we talked talk to Manchester United, Arsenal, and Everton later in this weekend. But if you want to hear our chat on Saturday's fixtures, make sure you revert back to our weekend podcast that you can download on iTunes, where we talked to Liverpool, Manchester City at the top of the table, and Swansea at the bottom. So, on a weekend, well, Chelsea stay seven points clear at the top of the league. Romelu Lukaku tops the to goal-scoring charts. And Zlatan just gets younger every year, a little bit like myself. Remember, to stay part of the football conversation, look out for our next podcast that will be live from Old Trafford after the big game where United host Chelsea next Saturday when we're in the UK. And if you like what you hear, please rate and review the two Robbie's shows on iTunes. The ratings help increase our ranking and visibility, which allows more football fans to discover the show. So for me, Robbie Earl, and him, Robbie Musto, thanks for listening. Bye for now.